Brendan Bigley. Hello, my name is Andrea Caprotti. Welcome to No Script at All. It's a podcast about Terrace House. It's a Japanese reality television program that you can find on Netflix.com or .app. Unfortunately, though, not the same app uh, that you can what? find the Bong Joon-ho film Parasite on, which is Hulu as of today. Did you know that? Wait, no, I didn't know it was on Hulu. What the fuck? Parasite's out on Hulu. Oh, shit. Thankfully, I have someone's hulu account that i use for <laughs> it's Grey's yours it just say it's yours <laughs> okay it's very clearly not mine but i have been allowed to watch Grey's anatomy on it and now parasite as a treat there you go parasite as a treat um so there are a couple things that are worth noting about this episode beyond it being part two episode 16 orange flavor mm-hmm. first kiss that's a kiss. Uh, <laughs> the other thing is Andrea and I are for the first time ever just because uh, we've maybe both lost it or maybe we've found it. Um, maybe we found it, baby. We're streaming this episode live on YouTube. Uh, c- currently, it's just my YouTube channel. But if people like this, um, then maybe we'll like make an actual YouTube account for the show and like do this for real. I don't know. Yeah, maybe one for like the worst garbage. Yeah, something. We'll figure something out. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway i mean this is uh this is live this is live there is a chat going i'm watching the chat talk about what is and is not a gamer at the Mm -hmm. moment uh which is great cool yeah do you want to do you want to start the episode or is there more stuff we should talk about let's start the fucking mm, is there stuff to talk about i don't know I don't know. I sat uh, in one spot for five hours today because I had like go. I had a bunch of calls like in a row, like just stacked oh up. So God. I couldn't get out of this chair. And at the end of the five hours, I decided to make a fake TED Talk video, uh, which I thought was, <laughs> Is that what so, that was yeah, I thought it was so funny at the time. And I posted it on my Twitter and then I watched it like two hours later. And I was like, I really should have gotten out of my chair at <laughs> all because then I would have realized that was, was very, a bad idea. I didn't know what that was, but I was very glad that I saw it. <laughs> i watched it muted because i was in the in a meeting but i was like wow cool yeah it's it's very goofy um yeah. anyway I, well actually just to fill in the blanks it was a ted talk about uh the new pretzel flavored pop tarts that just came out hey are those good because i'm i might instacart some here's the thing i th- i thought they were going to be terrible and then i was worried that they were going to be good but they don't they don't taste like pretzels or chocolate, which is what the filling was supposed what to be. What the fuck? What the fuck does it taste then? I don't really know. There's also like big hunks of salt on there and none of the salt oh. tastes like salt. Like you can't you can't taste salt at all. So I don't know what those are. I think they might just be like decorative, but I don't know. Oh, it's like <laughs> decorative salt. It's like Minecraft salt. Yeah, what the I, fuck? I don't really know. It's really confusing. Um, I had two I of am- them and I deeply regretted it. To be totally honest, uh, it the way I described it to someone else today was that it sounds or not sounds it tastes like just the pure essence of pop tart. Like if yeah. you were to just take every pop tart flavor and just say what is the one static thing across all of these different flavors, that is just Wheat. what that tastes like. Bread, it, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just like <laughs> confused bread. That's <laughs> that's actually a really good gamer <laughs> tag. 
Confused bread. <laughs> Confused bread. <laughs> I have a friend whose gamer tag is Super Butt, and I never thought I would find something better than that. Super Butt is good. Super Butt is really good. <laughs> um, oh, you know what uh, is a real flavor? Orange. Orange flavor first kiss is the name of this episode that hell we're talking yeah, about hell today. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Ooh, my boy Pepe is so smooth. Yeah, I, I was, Fuck. I was excited about this episode because, like, I thought someone was gonna fucking kiss. I thought it was gonna come in and just like kiss someone. You thought so? You thought you thought it was just gonna go all out? I mean, I was. I don't know. Nervous, not nervous, but I, I thought it might happen. Yeah, I was like, holy shit, fuck yeah. Yeah. If I, anything, I, I would be proud to be Italian. I was just like, yeah, this man just came in and kissed everybody. Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, well, I feel like it's a little, it, it's like um, clickbait adjacent to call it orange flavor first kiss and then have it end up being what it is. Yeah, a little yeah. bit, but I'm not complaining. I'm just happy he's here. Yeah. It's very, it's very confusing, uh, but it's good. It's a good episode. I, I was excited about new people coming in last week. We got Pepe and Emika, and and they're they're awesome. But I'm always more excited about the episode after where they start to like do shit. Yes, yes. You know, when they're not just like nervous and walking in with her shoes on. Yeah, it's like th- this episode opens with Pepe trying to make his morning coffee and then realizing he can't on an <laughs> induction stove, and it's like with yes. la greca. Yeah, it's it's like the perfect introduction to like, oh, this is what Peppa's vibe is going to be like while he's oh. living in the house. My man's, I have that same coffee maker. Not it's fancy. Mine's from like a plate, just a small market in Puerto Rico. Yeah. I had no idea you could do that in an induction oven. I learned something actually very, very good. Yeah. Yeah. Thank I you. I wouldn't have known that either. I'm not blaming Peppa. He's trying his best out there. Um, yes, we all are. Before we skim by it, I do want to mention that we open, like, open, open the episode with the panel, who are, like, somehow convinced that I maybe Haruka is going to say yes to Yusuke's fireworks date concept. No. Yeah. No. She says, <laughs> it, it honestly goes the exact opposite of this. Yeah. It's. Oh, man, we'll talk about it, because... I don't know how you can, how you can watch the last episode or any of the previous episodes and think that there's even a 1% chance that that's going to happen. <laughs> and it's, it just thinks, huh? Yeah. I mean, it's weird. It's a weird situation. Anyway, we open the episode, as we said, uh, with Pepe and he's trying to make his morning coffee. Emika's watching, uh, washing dishes. Um, he can't make the coffee because it's an induction stovetop. Uh, Pepe relatable hero says without my espresso i can't live um god same bars me too yeah and then he's like i'll just find some at a convenience store on the way and then he hops on a bike and we get this great shot of him just like biking to work that's the most italian shit i've seen in my life it was so good it really felt i've never felt more like somebody was the protagonist of terrace house than in that moment (laughs) he's like i'm just gonna bike to work he has like a piece of bread yeah this like great music's playing it's a baguette yeah the credits oh are God. rolling. We find out who animated Pepe. <laughs> like, I don't know. It was incredible. <laughs> He's crying, punching the air. Yeah, it was. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful scene. Um, but it then was. we cut to uh, him at his studio, and he's working. Uh, he's working under somebody named uh, Kaiko Nishi. Nishi. Yeah, Keiko Nishi. Keiko Nishi. Um, who apparently Nishi is Keiko, a big deal. Yeah. She's like, a, I think she's a like a shojo manga. I actually yeah. don't know. Yeah. I can look it up. I don't either. But I mean, it's fine. apparently it's a big deal that he's working for her. Um, yeah, I mean, she's she's been in the industry for a really long time. Yeah. And she asked him why he got into uh, creating manga stuff. And he just says that he just wanted to make people laugh. Oh, I love him. Which is so wholesome. Oh, you're very good. Yeah, it's really nice. 
um, oh. and and you know he he goes through his whole thing. He's like, yeah, I started uh, I started drawing when I was like sixteen and really wanted to do it, and you know, kind of what we heard about in the last episode, like how he called yeah. up a bunch of places and just like tried to find any work, and then that kind of like, you know, uh, worked allowed him to work his way up to like doing the stuff that he's doing now. Um, but then it's uh, connections, baby. Yeah, it really is. And and after that, uh, he just uh is like yeah and you know i'm i'm making it work and now i have my own book and she talks about how uh she being his his boss uh is just like i'm really impressed by your will to like learn the language move to japan and like make it happen it's really it's really cool it's an inspiring story honestly yeah it's it's my man's is a main character he is it's weird it feels like a season four main character you know yeah, 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 yeah. He already achieved his goals. Like he already did the thing he wants yeah, to do. Yeah, like this is this is the epilogue. Yeah. This is the oh, this is ten years after the show came out, and then the author's <laughs> running out of money. Yeah. So he decides to do a continuation. They bring of the it back. Series. Yeah. Yeah, but it's actually a good one this time. Or it's like it's uh it's the office when Jim becomes the co boss with Michael. I know nothing about the office, okay. Brendan Bigley. I'm so- very sorry. Somebody in chat will know what I'm talking about. Okay. Maybe. Thank you. Uh, I will I will watch it because I have a lot of time. I don't know if you need to at this point, you know, that's the thing. I feel like I should for cultural. I'm I'm worried <laughs> that the office didn't age well, and that might not be true, but I'm worried about it enough that I probably won't watch it again. Yeah, I just finished rewatching Scrubs. That didn't exactly age very well. No, it super didn't. No, <laughs> it's still a great funny show. Yeah, but they do make some jokes in there. But I'm like, you can't do that <laughs> anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Also, what was the other one? Oh, How I Met Your Mother. Everyone in my life was watching that when it came out. And then literally like the the day the finale aired, I went back and tried to watch it from the beginning and was immediately like, ooh, no. Yeah, it's just very long. Between when that show started and ended, it didn't age well, which is brutal. I can't even imagine where it's at now. I think it. Well, I was going to say it ended. I, I, I yeah. didn't know if it didn't end or not. I was like, well, it's gone. It's gone. It's gone forever. Yeah. Well, no, some no shows more. do survive the test of time, like SVU. Because oh, yeah. it knows what it is, and it's supposed to be bad, but I keep watching it. <laughs> and Grey's Anatomy, too, you know? Yeah. It's fine. On Hulu. On Hulu, where Parasite lives. Yeah, look, uh, Netflix, you've had three seasons to sponsor us, and you haven't, so now this is a Hulu-sponsored podcast. This is Hulu. Yes. Thank you, Mr. Hulu. <laughs> thank, thank you, Dr. Hulu, Doctor, for everything you've done Dr. Hulu sounds like a fucking villain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what happens next? Oh, we're at the table, and it's nighttime. Uh, Shohei's working at the table. Uh, Pepe's like, hey, man, have you eaten? And he says no. And Pepe's like, well... Uh, you want to eat this? <laughs> yeah, he's like, you want, you want this? And he busts out this, like, kind of beautiful dish that his boss made for him. Apparently his boss, yeah. like, makes food for the entire office every day. I think I think the office might be, like, in her house. It seems that way. Yeah, like, that's, that's normally what ends up happening sometimes when people are making manga. They just have, like, an office in their house and people come over to your house. So it's cute that she's, like, cooking for everyone. Yeah, it is nice. Yeah. It's Maybe cute. she was like, "Oh, this is my chance. You're gonna be on TV. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make you this incredible meal." Yeah. You have to say that I cooked it. <laughs> I need everyone to know, <laughs> please. Um. So then Cowdy shows up, uh, and and wants to show Shohei the work that she's been doing for his column. She she did um a couple drawings yeah. for his like travel column, um, which is 
really cute. Uh, it, it looks really nice. It's like I think it's Shohei like hiding behind a statue. The the statue of the guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's really nice. Um, and then she asks to see Pepe's work, and he busts it out. He shows uh, some of the what are they called? Like the thumbnails, like the um, yeah, the storyboards, the storyboards, basically. For, yeah. Yeah, for his upcoming book. Um, and it's just like yeah, you know, it's a little story. It's like the first uh, bit. Uh, it's about me, you know, loosely based and stuff. Uh, and and they start to read it, and they very clearly like it um and and Cowdy's like oh yeah this is so realistic it's so detailed like i can't believe like all the all the little details in the windows and shibuya crossing and stuff like that uh, and then asked where he studied art i think you know just this is maybe like you and me watching the show a lot mm-hmm. and like being too in the weeds but it to me like her asking where he studied art was immediately like i'm going to art school Ooh. soon because Ooh. like that's the thing that i was missing and and now i'm yeah. gonna and be a better like, artist and he's like i didn't go to art actually, school Actually, i didn't do shit i just watched a bunch of youtube videos you have you know youtube.com <laughs> <laughs> maybe dot app even have you tried either yeah that's nuts wow um and uh and and uh, she's like oh okay so like were there any artists that you like really admired or whatever and he's like oh yeah i got a bunch of shit early on because i i was like too close to some of the artists that i liked you know my editor told me that i was just copying yeah. other people um, she mentioned um matsumoto tayo which yes. is actually one of my favorite mangaka he did ping pong and sunny it's once he said that and i re- i read the first chapter of his his comic illegally i'm very sorry pepe i'll buy your book once it's out <laughs> uh, i'm really sorry sir uh and yeah you can kind of see it yeah okay yeah but it's it's good you know yeah it's would you, not would you say that his like style a, is is like distinct now or like oh, more yes, distinct yes, yes, now yes. yeah it's distinct but you can see like where like his it's very stylized you can kind of see where he like tried to pull the realism and like the stylization of like taiyo matsumoto stuff yeah but it, it's his own thing i really like his style that's cool yeah that's good yeah he says uh i think he says something along the lines of like it took me like an entire decade to come up with my own style but um you know it seems to be working out for him that's how uh, it be shohei then picks it up like as they're having this conversation he picks it up and is reading it and he is like oh. legitimately laughing in the background which made brought me so me, happy yeah me too it made me so happy to see pepe so happy that shohei was happy the yeah. the happiness trifecta uh but it was really great anyway um after, after that like a little quick moment haruka arrives she hasn't met pepe yet so sh- she comes in and he introduces oh himself and he's like my name is pepe like, and she like there's a foreigner here yeah she can't she can't pronounce his name and then like turns to cowdy and whispers at her like is his pepe? name pp and, she, and she's like she's like no it's it's pepe and she goes oh pepe uh you know and then finds out he's a manga artist and all that stuff and uh yeah i don't know uh, gets to meet him uh, but then we cut to the girls room where Hanukkah oh, sucks. is there so Ooh. we have a little bit of a time <gasps> skip uh, to the girls room Hanukkah is on the phone and like it becomes very clear <laughs> immediately that she's on the phone with Yusuke to tell him uh, like hi how's it going uh, you told me you were into me I can't reciprocate those feelings at all and I don't think I should go to this firework festival with you alright talk to you later see ya my oh man on camera we should have just done it on camera i feel so bad i feel so bad in person that's fucked up yeah like i mean i'm of i'm of like eight different minds about this scene because like it's obviously a bummer yeah it's like growth as a person for haruka to like I, th- I think it. just put a pin in it and just end it, you know, before it gets yeah. worse. Um, 
which I, I thought was pretty rough. But mm-hmm. at the same time, like, I, I do kind of agree, like, maybe it should have been in person. But also, like, why prolong it? You know, that's a good point, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I just I was I wanted there to be like I wanted it to be maybe a bit more planned. Like, yeah, Haruka has her like camera set up in the terrace house and then Yusuke is like somewhere else like mm. with his camera so we can see him. Oh, God, that'd be even worse. <laughs> Uh, yeah, as I was saying it, I realized that would have been horrible. <laughs> I don't know. I just I, there, look. There's no good way of doing it, right? Like if you have ever been uh, out at like dinner or a cafe or something, and have been dumped like in the middle of a meal or like while getting coffee with oh, someone, no. like that's rough. You know, like if you try and do it in person, it also creates a rough thing where it's like I got out of bed and like got myself looking nice to come get dumped, like. <laughs> That's also rough. Oh, God. Yeah, you're right. So, like, maybe the phone is the best way. You know what? I Now that I think about it, when I was really young, I did dump someone over the phone. So. Yeah. I don't think I can talk. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe that's the way to do it. It's like. Maybe that is. I don't know. Maybe that's the most humane way of doing it. Yeah. It just. Oof. Um, I I guess they still had the. We'll talk about it. But. Yeah. I mean, it gets way worse. This is not even the bad part. (laughs) This is the wound. Yeah. It went, oh, my heart. Ahad, okay, what I'll say before we get there, Haruka did the right thing. The producers of Terrace House, no, the TV no. show, did the wrong thing. <laughs> I, it's rough. You're right, yeah. Haruka, Haruka does not have anything bad going on right now. She did the correct thing. They edited this thing horribly. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I, I want to shout out uh, Kim in chat who just said the super happy intro music fading in on this scene was brutal, which I totally agree with. <sighs> One of many situations in this season so far where, oh my God. where the intro music is just so dissonant tonally from what's happening in the scene that precedes it. It's like <laughs> rough. It's rough. It's a rough transition. Did you watch it, Did you watch it in Japanese and in no, in English? no, no, just okay. uh, just just in English. Okay, um, I, I wonder if it's the same in Japanese. I should go back to to the um the church's version. I just got a new um just you know talking about all the potentially illegal things we're doing on this episode. Oh, I just got a new VPN too. I also yes. I just got a new VPN because yeah. <laughs> uh, Nord VPN stopped working for me. I'll give they're also not sponsoring the show, so I I won't give them. Yeah, a sh- I'll it. give them the opposite of a shout out. Yeah, which are you on now? A whisper in even. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. Shout out for the office. Anyway, uh, I'm using... I don't even know what it's called. Let me, I'll bring it up. I'm using... I use ExpressVPN right now, and it's been working okay. Mine's just called PIA, which stands for Private Internet Access. That sounds so sketchy, it but it works It sounds sketchy, fun. but it's like very legit. It's a beautiful app. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, somebody else in chat says that Netflix was blocking them on Nord. Weird. Yeah. Nord, I think Nord worked on me like two months ago on mobile only. Like it's always only worked on mobile for me. Mm, weird. But I just kept, I just kept making new accounts. <laughs> I did the Hulu, I did the thing that I used to do in Hulu until yeah. I got a, I got a login. Yeah. Which I just kept making new emails and new accounts for a one week trial. Yeah. I'm very sorry, Mr. Hulu. I'm not doing it again. Sorry, Dr. Hulu. I, um, I, I haven't tried this new thing yet, um, with Netflix, but I should do that just to check it out uh what happens oh after the intro we're at the table again uh it is you know just a continuation of the previous scene so haruka comes back downstairs from having just uh, she went up dumped that man and then came back down, <laughs> came back down and was like italian hey man. let me talk to this yeah this hot italian guy <laughs> um she meets emika who uh they have like a very it's a very like low-key meeting um emika's being very polite though which is nice um 
she's like oh my god you're so cute i can't even look at you like I, i'm gonna you know sit down and just kind of fade into the background i guess which is kind of yeah. nice but um anyway shohei then asks ruka um like hey you bought all those art supplies with Cowdy, who at this point is getting up and leaving. Um, have you been using these at all? Like, have you been drawing or whatever? Uh, and and he says that he has. And they're like, okay, so what have you been drawing? And Ruka says that he's been drawing Deadpool and oh, yeah. his vision board. <laughs> <laughs> Verse two. These are two things that I don't think the same person makes. You can't make Deadpool and also have a the secret vision board. <laughs> um, last week was it last week? I think it was just last week's episode where we tried talking about his like CGI Spider Man conversation with Haruka. Yeah, I think that was I think that was a few weeks ago. But honestly, I don't know. Time is fake. So yeah, that might have been two weeks ago. It, it was like I just like that scene happened in that episode and then the panel tried talking about it and the panel was like a, a mess and they realized like halfway through they were like oh my god in trying to talk about Ruka's vision for being spider-man like we went down the rabbit hole with him and i thought to myself while i was watching that episode and while i was taking notes you and i have to prevent ourselves from falling down that same we rabbit hole and then we in. started talking about it we fell right the fuck in I held my nose and just jumped in. That's insane. Yes. And I just, I'm just worried that that's going to happen again <laughs> in this scene. Um, oh, because, oh, oh, buddy. <laughs> because after he says that he's been drawing Deadpool and his vision board, Emika is like, oh, I'd love to see your drawings. And then he goes, you would? I'll absolutely go get them. And then Haruka's like, that's my fucking cue to leave. Bye. And gets up and bails. Uh understandably shohei also leaves he gets up and <laughs> goes to work in the living room to just you know hit the eject button out of that conversation um i think it's yama in the panel later who is like yeah those two understand what's about to transpire and they try and get themselves as far away from the blast zone as possible oh my god <laughs> um so he comes back he has his art and then he says before we get to see it, what he's able to get out of his mouth is, at first glance, it looks like a child drew it, and and then we get the reveal. I feel bad. I also feel bad. I don't know what to say. He says, but there are deeper stories hidden within it. And what's happening here... Baby, where? What's, ha what's happening here is there's a giant, I think, Deadpool-adjacent character... Oh, on one side and then on the other side is like a bunch of stick figures and like random random characters all over the place. It is confusing to say the least. Oh. Uh, he's, he tries to explain that like, oh, in the top right, like that's how you know that we're in space and that this is a space story. Oh, because there's a rocket. I'm looking at it right now because I needed reference. Oh, you brought it up? Great. Yes, I have it. I can I can send it to you. Please do, it's... yeah. I should I should have also had a screenshot of it ready. All right. <laughs> Andrew just sent me the photo. Um Oh my god. Okay. It has gills. It has a brain. <laughs> there's someone inside of it, but I, I don't know if that's a pod. Like it has a little flag. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna try and describe this the best that I can. His hand is a snake. So there's a person with their brains out 
on the left it looks like a monster gigantic like neon genesis evangelion yeah like big boy lilith yeah yeah absolutely um with deadpool's eye their brains are hanging out they have fangs and gills uh as you mentioned its arm seems to be a snake or like like a strange snake-esque thing with an, with another person's head at the end where a hand should be um yeah. and if i'm looking at this correctly it seems like it that like thing is crying. in the water is that the water i think it's the water okay i thought we were in space so i thought that was maybe like some like waves yeah it's oh my god yeah so then there's a rocket ship and then there's a person in a hole a person standing next to that person in a hole holding a bloody knife and then a person in front of those two people with their head cut off and blood is shooting out of their neck hole yeah and but, but i think the one the person in the middle might be driving this ship oh this is a ship I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> There's also what appears to be TNT. I, I'm I am picking this up because uh it says TNT on the box. Yes. Uh, there's there's <laughs> some TNT and I think some people hanging and dead in a cave. Yeah, but also a a backpack like the one you get in Pokemon. Yeah, and there's a person impaled on a spike. Here's the and thing: if there's it, two spots where he tried to see what color the markers were, but he just kind of left it there. Yeah. If you were a teacher mm-hmm. and a child drew this mm-hmm. and handed it to you. Oh, this is like in Parasite. Yeah, you would send them to counseling. <laughs> I would I would get a art therapist yes. to live in my house. You'd say, you sure did draw a lot of dead people getting dead killed. Dead people? Are you good? Because this looks like... <laughs> this looks violent. If anything, it just looks violent. Yeah. It's... So rough you know what though put some this is this is the fucking thing about art though put some like colors in that shit and like draw it over a bit and this this shit will be in the moma i swear to god (laughs) it's possible honestly so then he uh so he he shows this off uh and and we get a couple shots of emika who is like clearly trying to not laugh um bless her heart and then he asks (laughs) what do you think and she just looks at him and doesn't answer and then he turns the page and he goes here's some more and then he Ooh. shows off some stuff that i do agree with you there is a version of it that would be yes yes, yes 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 there we go <coughs> i agree with you um, that's the thing there's something in there yeah but then he starts explaining he's like oh this is like my friend he doesn't say what his no, name he has to shut up yes yeah. yeah it's like don't don't explain it just say you can't explain it it has to be the person's own experience that's what art is you right, can't yeah. explain it you need to stand in the MoMA and it needs to be blown up to like 18 times the size yeah. that it actually is on the page. And and it needs to be a commentary on consumerism or something. Yeah, uh, but instead he's like, this is my friend it. Chet. You can tell because of his goatee, uh, you know, which is which is rough. <laughs> and then he asks her what she thinks again. And then she just looks at him and says, yeah, <laughs> because she still doesn't know how to answer. Um, and then she's oh, like, shit. do you know how to write my name? can you guess what kanji are in here? And then he says that he can't, but then he figures out how to like write it in script. Uh, and that's how this scene ends is him like trying to write her name in his notebook. Uh, yeah. boy, this, what a scene. Is this when he, he does the thing with her name and is like, my name is inside of your name. Yes. Yes. That is what happens. Yeah. This is insane. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't follow that 100% he, because I, I don't know Kanji or Hiragana. Yeah. So 
it was a it's a it's a weird thing so if you write like emika there's a way for you to do it when it's all like written <laughs> when it's all written together mm-hmm. where like if you squint it can kind of look see it looks like ruka because ka, the ka is the same and then the emi can like kind of look like a ru if you uh, make it okay yeah so it's kind of like a oh, i see what you did there ah and that's it yeah okay and not yeah. much more than that yeah, yeah. woof Yike! That's it. Woof. Period. Woof. Yeah. Woof. Period. One, a single yike. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what else to say about it. I think we just move on and try and escape it. I mean, we're about to listen, talk about it again. Listen, there. I'm. I'm very glad that he is uh, drawing to relieve stress. Yeah. And stuff. You know, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I've never wanted to see someone's vision board more though now oh my god that's exactly it (laughs) i want to see more yeah i gotta see (laughs) you you've grabbed me yeah you said that you were drawing deadpool and your vision board and now we've seen what you meant by deadpool i can only imagine what you mean by vision board (laughs) is this your is this also the vision what i gotta know I gotta know because this is incredible. Um, I appreciate. I, I kind of appreciate him not being scared to put his art out there, though. Yeah, totally. I mean, he is <laughs> gotta like, give him, yeah, zero percent uh, uh, nervous about. It. I mean, he's just like fully ready for it, uh, no, fully willing. Yeah. Um, so we cut from there to the morning, and it's uh, we're, we're at the table again. Pepe is working. Uh, Caddy walks in and says, "Is this your special chair?" And then we zoom out and we see Pepe in a big chair. He's replaced one of the chairs. My man looks like a streamer. Yeah, for the table with like a a full ass gamer chair. Uh, and he's like rocking back and forth. He's rocking all over the place. It seems ergonomic and comfortable. Uh, he's he's rocking out in this big yeah, chair. Yeah, he he got that lumbar support. My my boy looks comfy. Yeah, it's great. Uh, it's just so jarring because <laughs> you're used to this like very sleek and clean like line of the living room yeah. and then you just go over and this dude has like a fucking Cintiq yeah with, with, like, a, a, a razor chair. yeah a razor chair a razor chair with like bunny ears in the back bro <laughs> hell yeah uh, what's up gamers it's what's uh up, gamers? you can also see the chair that was supposed to be there in the background of the shot which i didn't realize until the second time i watched this episode but anyway emika shows up uh and sits down and cowdy is like so have we all seen the art and pepe's Ooh. like yes I did see the art and I love it. He says it's like doodles in a notebook. It's uh, it's very innocent. And then he's like Pepe! Pepe Pepe the hero. He's like a lot of artists learn to draw well and then they get worse on purpose because they want to become more childlike. He's like Picasso Ooh. did that. It's actually Ooh. harder to become more innocent and childlike than it is to Ooh. become proficient at drawing. Oh, I love you so much. What a nice guy. Could not believe. I was like, uh, broccoli pasta. Yeah, between this and the broccoli broccoli last week. (laughs) This man can sell me, this man can sell me a tire and tell me it's a car. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) I love him. He's amazing. What a, what a heart of gold. Yeah, for real. Um, Like, (laughs) he probably knew that they were going to lash out on him and he was like, no, I want to defend this boy for a second because that's good. Yeah. And I, I feel that a bit. Uh, we also find out that Ruka wrote Emika's name like all over his notebook, <laughs> like he's in middle school with like hearts this and stuff. Bad. <laughs> uh, and then Cowdy is like, he's already so into you. And then that's how that this, scene ends. That that part is mortifying. Yeah, that's that's kind of rough. Uh, 
especially to like here's the thing whatever you're doing in your own notebook is your notebook that's fine but to do that and then leave the notebook there to be found is where it gets questionable like he he did all of that and then he just left the notebook lying on the table and everyone in the house needed to see what ruka's art looked like obviously you know yeah because we we he went shopping for art supplies yeah with kaori he says that he wanted to start drawing more we just everybody wants to see that sketchbook ain't no one gonna see mine but everybody wants to see it yeah you know? um and then after this we get maybe the best panel cut <laughs> i love that. like ever <laughs> because we cut to the panel and yama's like oh god they're gonna oh, want god. our opinion they're on gonna- this and oh god they're here yeah trindle is hiding behind her hands everyone is like just screaming at the top of their lungs you you just keeps yelling somebody take the ball somebody take the ball uh they are mortified that they're gonna have to talk about this and they try their best just as we did to to you know break down what's happening here um but they also land where we did which is just that like pepe's response to the whole situation is absolutely the best thing that has come of this you know uh which is wonderful it's a lovely thing yeah someone in chat is asking uh jen in chat is asking if we think that this was a play by ruka to leave the page with emika's name all over it on the table so she would find it and he would know or she would know that he's into her if it was it didn't work and that would also be maybe the most forethought we've seen him put into anything so far yeah he didn't even know what kanji her name was her kanji is the same kanji as Chinese food. It's, 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 it's a well-known one. He's, I don't want to call my boys dumb. Yeah. Mm. It's, but, but he's, he's, he's brutal. I'm, I, it's worth noting. I have just gone back. I started rewatching uh, opening new doors recently. So I've been like actually binging opening new doors in the way that i had always wanted to i guess in the way that i always would like to with terrace house the way they talk about yudai who we've compared ruka to a lot like ruka Mm -hmm. is is like the wholesome version of yudai in a way um the way they the way they describe yudai is that he has one bite in his head his head is a hard drive and has one bite in it i would say that ruka has maybe like quintuple that yeah at least. No, Yudai's you know, problem is that he 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 was dumb, but he thought he was smart. I think Ruka is dumb and might know he's dumb. Maybe. Or he doesn't care. He's like... Or he doesn't care, which is also can be very charming. It's freeing. Ruka's it's, the only one living his life the way he wants to. Or maybe not. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> we cut to the table and it's nighttime. We're, listen, we, we, we got into it again. Yeah. <laughs> We're trying so hard. We're trying I want to so leave hard. this hall, please. <laughs> oh no. It always happens. We get sucked in the gravity well and then we try and make excuses and it doesn't work. Get me the fuck out, please. <laughs> we cut to the table and it's nighttime and Pepe is working again. Haruka is oh, also there. Uh, and and she shows up and she's like, hey, I, I got you a gift. And she busts out a bunch of Japanese peaches, which are gigantic. They're fucking huge. They even have a little skirt. Yeah, they have like a little, a little thing on them. Um, yeah. And and 
she's like, have you ever had these before? He says, yes, I have. And she's like, oh, cool. Do you want one right now? And he says, yeah. And uh, she says, okay, cool. I'll go peel it. Uh, and then she asks, would you peel a peach if you were in Europe? And he says that he would. Interesting. I would not. I also would I not. I eat everything. When I lived in Japan, they would give me... I, my mom you put grapes in the in my bento mm-hmm. and I would eat them whole and then she'd be like where's the skins and I'm like I fucking ate them. I ate the skins. <laughs> yeah she was, you're supposed to like pop it out and then not eat the skin but I'm like but the skin is good. Yeah. So it's a cultural difference. Yeah. Um, and then uh, she sits down with the peaches and then he asks if she drinks uh, and he's like yeah I'll make some cocktails for us if you do and she says that she does uh, and he's like yeah I brought a bunch of stuff so he uh decides that he's gonna make like a like a fizzy orangey kind of cocktail yeah like a like an aperitif yes uh, with like spritz and aperol and shit yeah and she says she says like oh can we use the peaches and he's like yeah absolutely we can use the peaches and they, they use like oh, the, yes the middle of the peach to to kind of like add a little bit of peach flavor to the orange drink which is nice and and she's like do you want to go drink these on the roof it's gonna be hot but like do you want to go do that and he's like oh yeah i haven't even been up these stairs yet absolutely i'd love to do that fuck yeah which is great this is so organic yeah so they go up to the roof and uh they get into an interesting chat she's like hey have you had a girlfriend recently and he says yeah i haven't for over a year but the person that i was just with i was together with for over three years and we lived together uh and it was like kind of rough especially by the end like to live together just like kind of was a lot of work he says and she's like oh yeah i was also living with my previous ex for just about three years and it was like really rough um and is like you know what was your relationship like before that like what about previous relationships um and he says i my first relationship was when i was 18 and he he says i'm a late bloomer but i do remember my first kiss and it tasted (gasps) like oranges oh my boy is so smooth smooth like these drinks like these drinks like the spritz uh yeah she's like oh orange like these drinks and she's like i'm blushing just listening to the story oh my boy is so smooth i'm like so proud to be italian the italian anthem is playing in the background just (laughs) my pride (laughs) uh do you think he is into haruka i think so i i i think so yeah yeah i'm unsure you're unsure? I'm unsure at the moment. I mean, I he's definitely so, laying is, it this on. This is pretty flirty. Yeah, it's definitely flirty. Um, yeah. I think I think at the moment he's like just getting to know everyone still. Mm-hmm. But I do wonder if this if this is like a larger indication. This 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 specific play is like so thought out and so smooth. Yeah. No. I premeditated. You know. I'll tell you this. I think his first kiss did not taste like that. He vowed to fucking lie because that was too smooth to be real. Yeah, I agree. I think that's a fucking lie. Yeah. But. Uh, yes, it feel it feels a little bit too, too uh, coincidental, you know? And that's probably the reason why I'm like, yeah, he's trying to. Yeah. He's trying to, to slide in, you know? So. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. Oh, my God. We cut to the worst scene of all time. Oh my fucking god! You can't go from this. <laughs> Sorry, Andrew was about to take a sip of her wine, and then I said that, and then she almost spit it out. <laughs> no, you can't. I forgot that this cut right. Well, yeah, we go. From, we go from the smoothest thing of all time to um, maybe just like a two-minute monument to how how coarse someone is. <laughs> 
Uh, Yusuke. Yeah, we we see Yusuke, Eden Kai himself, at the fireworks festival that he wanted <laughs> to go to with Haruka. He's still wet. And he's just, he's there by himself. Uh, he's wearing his Ela swim shirt, which is very nice. Very Rep the nice. brand. Uh, but we get two straight minutes, over two minutes. Yes, it felt like a fucking eternity. It did. It felt like a full, like, three to five, I would say. He's looking up with the wonder of, like, a baby boy. Yeah. <laughs> it's... Like a kid first meeting Santa Claus. Yeah. Uh, Jess and in chat beautiful. says it's mean to cut to Yusuke, which I completely agree with. Uh, uh, ooh, yeah, ooh, yeah. Yikes. When I was saying yes, before was. That, that Haruka did the right thing and the Terrace House producers did not, this is what I'm talking exactly, about. That's exactly what it says. What's... The most wild thing about this is that Yusuke was like, not only am I going to go to the firework festival, but I'm going to say yes to the Terrace House producers when they ask if they can come with. <laughs> is he... <laughs> This has to be the saddest fucking montage that, that I think anyone's ever edited on the show. Yeah. Wait, there, there's a scene like... This happens for like a really long time and later on in the panel when they talk about it all they talk about is how beautiful the scene was and how much they loved it. It was beautiful. I like the fireworks were nice but did they not feel any emotions? <laughs> no. I don't it was it was beautiful. This man is looking up. He's probably looking up at the fireworks thinking 2020 is going to be my fucking year. Oh, little did he know. Oh, little did he know. <laughs> oh man. Oh, boy. That is the weird kind of, like, overarching shade on everything that's happening in the house at all times. Yeah, eventually VC4 aren't going to be able to leave the house for a bit, huh? Yeah, really weird. I, I, I mean, we talked about it last week, but I, I wonder what's going to happen. Yeah, me too. We'll probably find out, like, later this year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we come from there to the living room. Uh, Pepe's there. Shohei sits down. He has a glass of water. And Pepe's like, oh, you're just drinking water today. And Shohei's like, yeah, yeah, today's, you know, rest day. I'm going to have to. Today's my rest day. Yeah, I'm going to have to hang out. And Emika comes down the stairs and she's overhearing this. <gasps> and she like kind of like sets up on the, the bars, like overlooking the living room uh, and gives Shohei like a look. She gets into a pose and gives Shohei a look and then says, let's have a beer. And then oh, Shohei's shit. like, I guess I could have a beer. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm weak. That was so good. Yeah, he's like, I can't I can't deny an invitation from a girl. So the three of them uh, have some beer together. Uh, and and while they're doing that, Ruka shows up and uh, Pepe asks, like, hey, are you planning on quitting Murasaki Sports at any point soon? Like, what's what's the game plan? And he says that he wants to have another job lined up first. Uh, and he recently got a call from the Marvel themed bar from earlier that he had checked out. Oh, hell yeah. Which um, he then mentions uh, because they ask mentions is an unofficial marvel themed bar which hello yeah. i'm an employee of marvel everything that i say and do is not a reflection of the company but a reflection of my own personal thoughts and feelings uh how does that bar exist still uh, i'm telling you japan has some crazy shit going on <laughs> wild there's but not a lot of co copyright laws in japan are actually really insane mm. it's the same it's part, part of the same reason why disney's the disney parks in japan aren't actually owned by disney yes they're like another right, subsidiary yeah, another company. yeah yeah it's like it's insane wild y'all could probably sue though i <laughs> i'm not doing I'm anything i'm just saying i'm not, not 
I'm not good here on this podcast in an official Marvel capacity at all. No, I am. I hope you don't sue because I do want to go to this bar next time I'm in Japan. Me too. And have an Iron Man beer. Yeah. And maybe Uruka will serve it to you. Who knows? I don't know how maybe. this plays we'll out. See. Uh, yeah. We cut from there to the next day and it is uh, a nice day out. So everyone goes swimming. At least the girls go oh, swimming. Yes. God, I want it. I want to. I want to be in a pool so bad. Yeah. Oh, man. Imagine a pool. It was 95 degrees outside today. Ugh. Yeah. Tell, Summer is here. Tell it to stop. Texas is insane. Tell and Texas we, to quit. It was supposed to hail. Yeah, I know. It won't. Uh, the girls go swimming. Uh, Cowdy does not because she's on her period. So she's like, I'm just going to sit here with a water gun and like shoot water. Hell yeah. Which rules. And Ruka comes in like very briefly. He's like, I want to go swimming. And they're like, all right. And he's like, I'm going to go get changed. I'll be right back. So he leaves. And then he's gone for like a while. Yeah. So while he's gone, um, everybody is having a conversation. Uh, They ask Amika, like, hey, how's it going? And she's like, oh, you know, I just like wish that I could talk to people more. Like, I'm just excited to get to know everyone. Like, it's still kind of early days for me. And then Haruka asks Cowdy, like, how are you doing? Because you seem like you've been kind of down recently. And and Cowdy says um, that she's not really sure what to do. Or like what to work towards like after the art show that she had recently and that she's starting to feel kind of burnt out um and she's also like i don't really know if i have anyone to talk with like i Whoa. she says uh quote i've given up on finding a confidant in the house which like number one is like a pretty deep burn on haruka who has been there as long as cowdy and i think yeah. probably considered Cowdy to be her confidant. Cowdy's like, I don't trust you for shit. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what the? F- I mean, I wouldn't either. But yeah, uh, really kind of rough. But then Haruka says, the thing that crosses my mind a lot is that you're very sensitive to everyone's feelings, and you never say anything that might disappoint someone. And and Cowdy has this look where she is smiling. Definitely can't be denied that she's smiling, but looks but extremely sad. Yeah. Yeah, her eyes are sad. And she says that she has been noticing this about herself while re-watching Terrace House episodes, specifically the one where Haruka and Shohei go out together, uh, and, and Shohei tells Haruka that he prefers, quote-unquote, straight shooters. Uh, she's like, I am not that. I am not a straight shooter. And Haruka's like, but you have many wonderful qualities that I don't have. Uh, but also, I kind of think that you'll only give a polite answer instead of the truth like at any given time um and cowdy's like i i want to be able to speak honestly if possible but i just don't know who i can trust like i don't know who i can speak honestly to nuts yeah what the fuck happened between her and haruka i don't know it see it does feel like something has happened um maybe some of the previous episodes where cowdy was talking to maybe the Sako or somebody else in the house. I forget what episode it was. I mean, I could maybe search for it in the notes, but I'm not going to do that because we're live. Um, yeah. But there was that scene where she was talking to somebody about how whenever Haruka talked to her, she would just like kind of be a little sycophantic. She would just be like, yeah, 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 totally. Absolutely. Yep, yep, yep. And just like kind of give her nothing. Um, yeah. I wonder if that episode aired, I guess, is my question. Like, has Haruka oh, now fuck. seen the episode where she said that that's how she's going to respond to their conversations? Oh, fuck. Maybe. <laughs> I completely forgot about that. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. But anyway. Someone, someone in chat said they got beef. They do. I think they have beef. Jen said, I think she's implying what everyone knows. She tried and was hurt in response every time, just like right now. Yeah, dog. Yeah, for real. Great point. Um, oh, dude. Yeah, it's brutal. So Haruka then says, I want to see more of that. 
And she uses this word humanness. She's like, I don't know if that's the word, but I want to see more sides of your emotions. What the fuck? Are you an acting coach? I, I don't know. Uh, Shelby in chat says Haruka only talks about herself. Absolutely. That was the thing that oh, I, I meant to write yeah, that, that in chat. Yeah, that was the whole thing. And then she I was didn't. like, I don't really give a shit yeah. if anybody else talks about something that's not me. Yeah, her whole thing where, where she's like, yeah, you have many wonderful qualities that I don't have is literally making it about herself <laughs> yeah which is rough but anyway uh Haruka's like i want to see more sides of your emotions and and Cowdy says uh like i have been acting how i've always acted throughout my entire life uh but i'm just like learning a lot about how others see me i guess is what's happening like i'm not inclined to change how i'm living my life i want to accept who i am but i am understanding that who i am has uh has been kind of warped in the eyes of the people that I'm hanging out with, which is sad. Yeah. Uh, and then Ruka busts in and is like, I can't wait to see how deep this pool is. <laughs> and jumps in the pool and is like, I'm scared to touch the bottom. And Cowdy's like, all right, I'm out. And then gets up and leaves. <laughs> Nuka. I could not believe. I could not believe that that was how that ended. <laughs> Duka's like, wow, oh my god, a pool. <laughs> go, there I go, cannonball. And Cody's like crying in the corner. Yeah, just like read the fucking room, oh my guy. God. Um, so she goes inside into the living room and she she lies down on the couch. Um, and Shohei walks out of the, the boys' room um, while she's doing that. And he's like, oh, you look like wiped. Uh, do you need like water or something? And she's like, no, it was just like really hot in the pool and stuff. Um, mm. She says, uh, quote, it was too hot. And Haruka told me I'm not honest when I'm around everyone. Am I really that closed off? And Shohei is in the middle of writing that he's going out on the chalkboard. So he can't see Cowdy at this point. Like he, he's not looking at her directly. Um, so he says, sometimes I do think you're a bit of a goody two shoes around us. It must be so hard to mask your feelings off the way you do all the time. Uh, which Ooh. causes Cowdy to start crying. That sucked. Yeah. It's very, mm. it's, it's a bummer. It's sad. Yeah. Um, but it all pays off, baby. It sure fucking does because people are supposed to fucking communicate with each other. Yeah. Oof. Uh, we cut from there to the table and it's nighttime. Uh, it, it turns out, so Haruka's there with Pepe. Um, Pepe brought all the ingredients that he's going to need to make a big pasta dinner. Uh, and he's like, I'm going to do this. And we're going to eat really good food. And then I have to go back to the studio and I have to work an all-nighter. Oh, baby, that's that's that fucking art lifestyle. Yeah, that's that's rough. That's pretty brutal. I don't miss this. He was like, at least I, I get like a nice dish. Like, at least I can yeah. have some good food. Um, yeah, he's relaxing. You're supposed to like take time. Like, I go take a shower, like a super fucking long shower before I have to do an all-nighter. Yeah. Because I'm like, this is my fun time. That's nice. I get to relax. And then I'm going to do this shit. I don't because I'm a gremlin. Well, that's fine. I just go right into it. That's, you you know what? But then afterwards you relax, right? Maybe. Okay, well. Uh, He (laughs) starts cooking his food and Cowdy and Emika come down to join him because they can smell it from upstairs. Um, And the four of them sit down to eat it. I mean, it's like, you know, it's pasta with tomato sauce. He he did. It's it's, uh, it's arrabiata. It's like spicy pasta. Oh, it is spicy. I forgot he added some spice to it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Also worth noting, I didn't notice this until the second time I watched this episode, but he made more of those orange drinks. Yeah, hell yeah. Which is great. 
So while they're eating, he says that he's working. This is also fucking brilliant. This reminded me so much of uh, Uchi from from Boys and Girls in the oh City. Oh my god, yes, the man who came in to do a fucking yeah. Wow, everyone's everyone in chat is telling me that I I need to relax. And then also I was dismissive of pasta. I don't think I was dismissive no, of pasta. I no. love pasta. We are fucking in, in this podcast. We carbolo. Yeah, I'm okay? I'm making fettuccine alfredo tomorrow. I'm very excited. Oh shit. I'm gonna make some meat. I'm, I made some fucking bolognese meat sauce a few days ago. Ooh, bolognese meat sauce. <laughs> do you want to do it again? Do you want to do it one more time? <laughs> no, I'm good. Okay, cool. I feel like my grandpa's just like haunting me. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is happening? Oh yeah, so he says that he's working on a chapter for his book about a first date, but he's not sure how it's gonna be read from a woman's perspective. He's like, I I don't know if this like works at all so he's like mm. i just need to know from the three of you like what are your ideal first dates like what what's the kind of situation which i love it's just like Ooh, kind of like the so smooth yeah like the orange flavored first kiss situation absolutely incredible uh and and haruka says i really like cars so on this one first date i went on we went to go drive to a wharf that i'd never been to before uh because the guy knew that they were importing a bunch of foreign cars so like i got that's to like fucking cool go see all the cars as they were coming off the ship which is like rad yeah it's, it's like a cool date idea so then emika says that she uh very frequently went to enoshima beach with her ex and that she mm-hmm. loves the ocean and pepe's like oh my god i love the i want to see the ocean um and kaori and haruka both at the same time say it's too hot for the beach which <laughs> no, is great i don't want to go to the it's so hot um but weak it seems it seems like pepe is gonna want to go to the beach with emika hell yeah at least yes bo- go to the beach please for me yeah please no reaction to haruka liking cars but a big reaction to the beach hell yeah um so we cut to a little bit later i forget who's gone at this point but a couple people have left and uh shohei and ruga are now home and they're like super bummed that they missed out on on pepe's pasta yeah shohei's like oh oh it smells so good can i get some of that pasta i mean haruka's like we ate it all we ate all of it it was great pepe cooked and he's like (laughs) italian italian cooking pasta i want to fucking eat but then oh man Shohei's like, hey, Cowdy, can we talk a little bit more about what happened earlier in the day? And she says yes, and they go to the TV room. The only thing I wrote about the panel was again about like them talking about the fireworks I don't get scene it. and how much they liked it. I mean, it is aesthetically beautiful. That man has a face with like that had like just the, the most beautiful like eyes, just like, wow, this is incredible. This is amazing. Like everyone does when we're watching fireworks real up close. Yeah, you know? Absolutely but it mm, it had that aftertaste yeah that doesn't mean it was right no, <laughs> no. he should have gotten sick that day he should have and not have gotten there. yeah but you know very upsetting uh they do say yeah. that they want to bring him back next season though which like don't do that oh f- for the love of god don't please. make him go through this again no if if you do give him a shot it just occurred to me that we've seen two him. people from Aloha State and none from Opening New Doors so far. No, right? I wonder if anyone else is going to make an appearance eventually. Uh, part three just came out today, the day that we're recording this. Maybe, oh, yeah, um, I did. Maybe there's somebody in there. I mean, don't spoil it for us, dear listener. Don't spoil it for us, but, but that'd be nice. Hopefully, maybe. Anyway, let's uh, let's finish this episode out because this scene is awesome. Um, 
we cut back to the TV room and uh, the two of them, them being Shohei and Cowdy, are hanging out there. And Shohei's like, yeah, earlier when I came out of my room, I saw that you were upset, but I didn't like really understand what was happening. So like I said some stuff that I shouldn't have said. Oh, um, man. And, and Cowdy says, well, basically, I was told that I insulate myself to keep others away. I thought I was just being myself. And Shohei's like, oh, shit. Okay, I, I get it now. Um, Cowdy does a thing that I've been, like, dreaming of since the first season of this show that I ever watched. Um, one of my favorite things oh, about God, Terrace House, yes. and I talk oh, about yes. this all the time, is just, like, I love that they get to watch the TV show that they're on as it's happening. What I've always wanted to see is somebody get out in front of... A of thing. what's gonna happen yeah like you know a conversation between two people happens and they're like okay cool i have six weeks before the person that we're talking shit about sees this so like <laughs> maybe i'm either gone before then or like something is gonna work out uh but in this God. case cowdy has told many people that she's into shohei and now yeah. has tracked out that the next week is going to be six weeks out from her saying that she's into him on an episode. So it says to Shohei, there's something I know you're going to hear if you watch the episode when it airs this week. So I'm just going to tell you now. So you don't find out that way. I've had feelings for you for a while. Oh, I fucking. Yeah. I'm vibrating. This is like the, it's yes. the culmination of so many things that I've wanted for so long between like, Somebody getting out ahead in front of that kind of thing, but also I've just wanted Cowdy and Shohei to get together like literally this Please, whole time. Just also just communicate. Yes. Just talk about stuff. Ugh. This is incredible. It's We're beautiful. talking about stuff. They're talking about stuff. Um Shohei says, Oh yeah, I, I heard that while watching an episode earlier and I was kind of surprised by it. Um and Cowdy says, Yeah, you were saying to Haruka that you prefer a person who's straightforward with you, and it pained me to hear that. And Shohei says, I often wonder if you try and keep the peace within the group or whether you're holding back. Uh, and Cowdy says, well, I obviously want everyone to get along all the time. And Shohei's like, well, you know, it can never really be perfect for everyone always. Uh, and then there's kind of a pause and he says, hey, can I ask you something? He says, I've been really interested in you since the beginning. I think you're a great and lovely person. Aww. But I would always brush it off whenever anyone asked me about you. And he says that they have a mutual friend between the two of them uh, and that the last time he hung out with that person that they told him that Cowdy was engaged. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. And he's like, honestly, I've been beating myself up over this the entire time because like, of course you would be engaged. Like, of course you would have someone like, of course, that totally makes sense. What? Um, and I've been so shitty about my career that like. I just, I just, like, of course I missed the chance for this to happen. Um, what? And he says, it's fine if there is someone, but, like, is there? And she says, I had an ex who I broke up with around New Year's, um, but also there was a person who was, like, managing my art that, like, she kind of says that they were hooking up, but, like, she didn't really feel the need to announce it on the on the television show. She was like, yeah, yeah this isn't, like, a thing that I need to be, like, publicly announced or whatever. Um, but she says, uh, quote, in the end, I dumped him because I was really into you. Uh, and she says, likewise, I heard that you had a girlfriend and I thought, like, oh, of course he does. <laughs> oh, my God. She turned it around. Yeah. But, like, what's the situation? And he says, no, I, I don't have a girlfriend, although I am sleeping with a ton of people. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was in that porn, I guess. But So that's one thing. OK, so I was on the subreddit reading, like, the discussion about this episode right before we started recording. This, uh -huh. The subreddit seems 
like livid about that line by itself. I thought it was a goof. I thought it was like a. I thought it was funny, but I thought so too. Maybe I need to rewatch this epi- this this episode. She thought it was funny too. She's laughing at it. Yeah, because I thought it was a fucking goof as well. Yeah. But oh shit. Maybe, okay. Maybe he was serious. Maybe he was serious. If that's the case, that's the most that's the most Chad thing that I ever heard anyone say. <laughs> I like you. I think you're cool. I mean, I'm sleeping with a ton of fucking people right now, yeah. but you're uh, nice, I guess. But then he says, okay. I don't have a girlfriend, and that's the truth. And then there's like this pause between the two of them, and then he goes, wow, we both thought over the situation, huh? And she's like, yeah. So drink some time? And he's like, yeah, of course. And then that's how the episode ends. Oh, so good. It is a so good, good scene so good Ugh, it makes me so happy man i can't wait for them to have a drink and actually talk yeah Ugh. oh i'm so so like elated by this and i'm so excited for whenever their date happens Ugh. i know me too i hope it goes well yeah um that's the episode uh that's it winners and losers yeah let's do it um let's let's start with them uh shohei 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 wins because he did he did make coyote cry but then he realized that he fucked up and then he came back and like especially went to her and was like hey we should talk yeah because i think i fucked up yeah yeah so he wins yeah i think so too um i also would say that coyote wins i think Mm -hmm. like she has a kind of a rough time but um these conversations with Haruka and then Shohei about like, hey, we think you're holding back and wearing a mask sometimes allows her to be extremely open with Shohei, which is now leading to them going out on a date. So like. That seems like a positive, like a, a kind of negative has transmogrified itself into a positive, at least. Yeah, that seems like a good, a good, a good end. Yeah. Like, um, it took a while to get there, but the ending was y'all stuck it. Yeah. So that's nice. Mm-hmm. uh emika win i think she wins right the only yeah. thing that i would like point to with emika that really happened in the entire episode is when she asked shohei for a drink Ooh, that was smooth yeah very smooth moment that was smooth but like out of nowhere i was like oh yeah uh so i was into that i mean it, it's a bummer that like her ploy not ploy but like her uh attempt to hang out with shohei and pepe just got completely dunked on by Ruka showing up. Yeah. Uh, but I'm talking about how he's going to quit his job. Well, you have six weeks to quit your job, buddy. Yeah. Because yeah. if your boss watches this episode, <laughs> he's going to fucking fire you, dude. Yeah. Uh, Kim in chat says, Emika did make the fatal mistake of asking to see Ruka's art, though. That's true. I was going to bring that up. Which is rough. Uh, she didn't but know. It, she but, didn't know better. No, she didn't know. And she, she handled it gracefully in front of him, which is all I can ask for. Yeah. She can, she can talk shit afterwards. It's it's okay. If she asks for more art from Ryoka, then that's Then bully. it's a loss. Yeah. Then she <laughs> didn't bully. learn her lesson. Yeah. No. Uh, who else is in this house? Pepe. Pepe wins. Yeah, Pepe. I think, look, I think Pepe's going to Pe- win every episode he's on, right? Like, Man, I, fu- I fucking think so, too. But I didn't know if I was just being biased. Yeah. I think he's gotta. I think he's gotta. He's he's. I mean, he wins this week. I think it's gonna be. It's gonna be a streak. A streak yeah. Beginning of a streak. Totally. Um. Who else? Haruka, I think, loses this week. She did the right thing with Yusuke and then made Kaudi cry. Yeah, that sucked, huh? Yeah, that was a huge she does, bummer. Yeah, the Yusuke thing also. I think. Mm, I think that might have 
Mm. I personally think that should have been dealt with before. Mm. You know? Yeah. But okay. She yeah, she loses. Yeah. It's very upsetting. Um who else haven't we talked about? Oh, Ruka. Ruka himself. The man himself. <laughs> oh man. I don't know how to <laughs> I don't know how to how to rate this. I don't know either. Um Here's the thing. The past couple he's weeks just have doing been his art. <laughs> the past couple weeks have been focused on Ruka working on his career and trying to like move himself forward and like learn English and like get a different job and all this stuff. And like it's cool that he has an interview with the Marvel Bar, but he didn't proactively go get that. They called him. Yeah. So to me it feels like he still hasn't done anything to progress his own life even though he's yeah. been constantly talking about how uh he is upset that he looks like he's an aimless person every time people bring up that he looks like an aimless person yeah i think he loses this week i think so too i mean honestly with that thinking that way i don't know what exactly he can do within a week <laughs> to not lose he can show that he's trying. Yeah. I think is is all I need from him. <laughs> Jen just said in chat, Ruka didn't win, but Pepe's energy makes it seem like he did. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Man. Yeah, I think he loses. I really want him to do good. Yeah. Me too. I want him to stick that landing. Yeah. Because right now it's rough. He's into Emika and I... Mm, oof. Mm. I, yeah, I just I just need him to not become Yudai, you know? Yeah, I think so, too. That That's the bad but path th- in Mass Effect. That's the thing. I need I him don't, to do the good path. Yeah, I don't think he's going to because I think Yudai was really, really full of himself. Yeah, totally. And I think Ruka is still down to earth. So where is that? At least. Yeah. I just want... I'm I'm worried for him. <laughs> I think that's where this, is, this whole thing is coming from. Yeah um that's it that's it for winners and losers um that's it hey chat if you're in chat and you have a recommendation put it in there and we'll, we'll shout it out um yeah a- jump it in andrea do you have a recommendation this week not right now <laughs> i have to i have to check and see what i did this week time has been fake time has recently. been fake. yeah so oh here's one recommendation that we can say uh parasite on hulu. <laughs> parasite on hulu hey go check out dr hulu and watch parasite the movie watch parasite the oscar yes. winner the multiple oscar winner four oscars that movie won because it is four, four times as good as a movie that didn't win any oh wow yep. uh kim in chat just uh mentioned the thing that i was going to mention uh oh devs which is devs yeah um it is a television program by the uh the director of i just blanked on both movies oh ex machina and annihilation um the writer director of i think both of those actually if i'm not mistaken Mm -hmm. uh also wrote and directed this eight episode show for hulu it's called devs there will never be another season it was like conceived of and like pitched and and (laughs) is launching as just these eight episodes and that's it Um, oh is that it it's like a self-contained yes yes oh that's cool okay um it is here's the thing that i'll say about devs and this is the thing that i say to most people about it whenever i recommend it to them is that it feels like two shows that have been duct taped together and one of them is the a plot and one of them is the b plot and 
the A plot, I think, is a bad TV show. <laughs> and the B plot is maybe one of my favorite science fiction stories I've ever seen play out. Uh, okay, hell yeah. So, like, I love watching it. But also there's this like overtone of like a really bad like whodunit mystery on top of this like incredible sci-fi concept. Um, plus the the B plot that has this like incredible sci-fi thing. The lead is Nick Offerman from Parks and Rec, uh, who mm-hmm. is playing this like uh, Silicon Valley like tech guy, like a, kind of a, a Google but for quantum computing tech genius guy. Um, a very dramatic role for nick offerman i was very surprised at how good he was in it um i i've been like totally blown away um one of his partners in the project that he's working on is played by allison pill who is like just somebody who i think needs to be in more stuff she's great um and then on the a plot you have some not great acting uh and a not great plot and a kind of like coalesces in like kind of a a bummer to watch sometimes but i just watched i think it was episode five or six whatever came out last week uh and both the a and b plot finally like mesh together and now and now the show is like legitimately great like half of it was always great and now all of it is always great which i'm very happy about so devs on hulu it's eight episodes i think episode seven is going to air the week that this episode of the podcast comes out so uh it'll all be done like very soon but that's my recommendation i think i'm gonna wait i think i might wait for all of them to be out to just like binge it yeah it's a really cool show like i highly recommend checking it out even just to see nick offerman like do a like serious role um there's there's one scene that he's in where he this is as much as i'll say without spoiling it but he just says no over and over again and it is like just an unbelievably harrowing moment and if you have seen devs you know what i'm talking about um i was like blown away because i didn't know that he was capable of of that uh it's good anyway that's that's my recommendation and also kim's in chat yeah hell yeah my recommendation i just had what the fuck is um so last week i talked about this app called uh, retro crush that has like quote unquote old anime but like it also has some new stuff yeah right. one of the new things that they have is um this show that came out in 2008 called kaiba and it's um oh my god was, have you watched it I just like i just did yeah this yeah so that's masaki yuasa i like that's one of my favorite shows it's 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 very surreal and I don't even want to talk about like <laughs> I'm I'm not going to lie. I I didn't I, I wouldn't say I bounced off of it because I, I haven't finished watching it yet. But like uh-huh. I found it to be um surrealist to the point of like imparsible. Like I had a hard time yeah. watching or understanding. It didn't help that I was watching every episode at like midnight. OK, well, like right before going to sleep. <laughs> It is surreal. It's a very sci-fi thing. It's basically so. It's, it's by Masaki Yuasa, who is the creator of Devilman Crybaby, um, yeah. and uh, don't don't <laughs> the show's not called Don't Fuck with Azuken, but like Don't Mess with Azuken. <laughs> <laughs> the anime was just was just finished up. Um, but it's it's basically these like humanoid little things. They have like markings on their belly. It's cool. Just, just give it a try. Yeah. It's very experimental. It's really cool. If that's too experimental for you, try going on and maybe some of his other works like um, Tatami Galaxy, but that one you need to like actually pay attention to because it the, the talking is really fast. I don't know. Just watch watch anime. 
that's my recommendation. Just I watch think. anime. Just watch anime. Someone in chat mentioned something that I did finish watching, which which was um Niji Project. It's on Hulu yeah. with a VPN. Um, it's basically this Korean company called JYP. The actual guy JYP, he made Twice. He's like a huge like Korean like mm. idol yeah. producer. Goes to Japan and like basically like scouts these girls and like they just do like a like a it's it's like a survival show but it's very low key it's really nice it was cool and they just announced the lineup of the ten girls that are gonna maybe debut as a group oh um, that's it cool was fun wow yeah they're all really really cute yeah it was a, it was a Japanese survival idol show wow easy yeah. project um what else is in here in chat while we're while we're doing it someone um, also said the bug I think bug mentioned the the Modao Zushi Donghua. I haven't actually watched it, but I have read the novels. It's a it's a boys love story set like a supernatural love story set in ancient China, but also there's like demons and shit. Cool. But it's very gay. Yeah. I've read I read the novel. It's it's fun. Yeah. It's incredibly popular in China. Um cool. Well, I guess, uh, hey, let's wrap up for this week. Thank you, everybody uh, who joined us live for this. Um, yeah. If thank uh, you. if you like the show, the best way to share it is to just tell other people about it. Tell other people about Terrace House in general. Um, that'd be cool. And uh, yeah, we have a Twitter account. It's at no script at all. We have a uh, Instagram account at no script at all. We have a Discord that's uh, bit.ly slash TWD Discord that you can join. We have a Facebook group. You can just go there and, and type no script at all. Uh, and, and check that out. Um, if you want to, I guess, watch or listen to this live, uh, I'll maybe post the YouTube link in the show notes here or something. Uh, but you've already yeah, listened to the whole thing again. if you're hearing this now, so I don't really know. Time's a weird thing. Um, yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, I think hey, let's just wrap it up. Uh, thank you to Ryan Mitchell Gray for letting us use the theme song Aster off the album A Plus Ultra. Um, and yeah, my name is Brendan Bigley. You can find me on the internet at Brendan Bigley. My name is Andrew Caperti. You can find me on the internet at Irie Smile. Aloha, everyone. Uh, Aloha. Thank you for joining us, chat. Thank you. I wish my cat made more noise. (laughs) I'm honestly kind of sad that he's been so quiet. Yeah. Because he's not when we record.